0: It's right. right after the bridge, so we might not... Even, yeah, we're not going through a blockbuster, no, I now. not think. But I think you're going to go uh, on the,
1: over there. This is clogged anyway. Welcome to Whitefields Community Church Mission Extra. Good to have you with us today. I we come from you? We're coming today from Budapest, Hungary, and um, here with Passionate Katie he is the past Whitefields Community Church in Longmont, Colorado. But we're not there now. We're here in um, Budapest, Hungary. And what brought us here is the last chapter of First Corinthians, chapter uh, sixteen, which brought to the close our our. Um, Grace and truth, the series of grace and truth, are looking at uh, Paul's letter to 1 Corinthians. It's just a great time going through this book, and, and um, you know, we are here right now in the midst of a crisis, and of course, it's the, you know, Russia attacking Ukraine, and for us as a church, we support many, many, many uh, missionaries there, and uh, we just, wanted to be here uh, to to help them. But we had been scheduled to come for a uh, conference anyway. And, of course, the conference was, conference was um, um, canceled. canceled. And so we were going, you know, we are just kind of talking with each other, and this verse kind of stuck out, and it kind of was kind of the springboard from which we, you know, sprung, <laughs> so I, to speak. I think we were
0: thinking about... Oh, what, maybe we should go. We can help out. But then when we read this passage, we studied on yeah. Sunday. And it was like so clear. clear it like, so spoke to our
1: situation. Because, you know, what we're thinking is like, well, we're going to go over there. What are we going to do? Like what are we going to go into war zone? Are we going to do what? What is it that we actually do? And and it was just kind of so clear to this. And you shared this with the church. So if you missed that, it's two weeks ago. Get over to WhitefieldsChurch.com, and you will find the sermon. Download First Corinthians chapter sixteen, and I can't remember what the title was. Do you remember what the title was? I don't. I, it's, <laughs> it's been a year. it feels oh, like it's grace, been a year since the grace of giving. Uh, it's period. called no no giving grace giving grace that's right it was yeah, kind of our, play on words yeah yeah it's been a long week here <laughs> yeah. in budapest and our, our travels into what ukraine time is so, it right now mike i have no idea it's 11 <laughs> 11 at night yeah we haven't slept a lot since we've been here but we're going to get through this mission extra because you're going to be blessed by it but um yeah so giving grace is the the name of the sermon First Corinthians, First Corinthians, chapter sixteen. You know all your favorite, all that stuff that you do with platforms and listening stuff. Thumbs up, do it all, get it done, go listen. and yeah. go listen, share it. Share it. This is important. Mm-hmm. But this particular verse, uh, Paul says there in verse seventeen, I rejoice at the coming of Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus, because they have made up for your absence, for they refreshed my spirit as well as yours. And so let's just kind of talk about that and just how you know kind of share that, how that came about. How do you just kind of share that with the church? Like, we're just gonna come here and be here and see what the Lord does. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, one of the things I've often said to the church is a little
0: bit cheesy, but sometimes there's a lot of truth in some of those uh, cliche statements. One of the things that we sometimes say is, sometimes in God's kingdom, the best ability is availability, Mm -hmm. making yourself available and being there. And I think just our history in this area and our history with these people in particular, pastors and leaders in Ukraine, there are almost 20 Calvary chapels uh, in the country of Ukraine that we have had the privilege Mm -hmm. of serving alongside of and ministering to for several years. Um, Many of them have been to our church even, and so our church members know them. Um, They became refugees or they're serving people in the country. So Mm -hmm. Many of them left the country, others are serving in the country. And so it wasn't just like, I wouldn't say that just anybody should come when there's a crisis, just show up on the doorstep. But I think that there are some people who their presence actually is encouraging and helpful Mm -hmm. because of the relationship. Um, The first night when we arrived here in Hungary, we went down to our conference center, Calvary Chapel a conference center in Southern Hungary. We went down there, we, here's what we did. We got a car at the airport, and we just drove. We went. We stopped at a missions organization mm-hmm. to get some official papers, and then we drove down to this place, um, and just hugged our friends and missionaries. Mm-hmm. And I sat with one group, and you sat with another group. And there were tears. There were prayers. Mm-hmm. They're they're telling me yeah. about their way of getting out. But these are people who are who just lost their lives because mm-hmm. ukraine wasn't just a mission field for them this is their home and mm-hmm. and most of these people uh those who are americans almost every one of them has a ukrainian wife or a ukrainian family member mm-hmm. of some kind others of them are ukrainian i mean um, these are people who've been through a lot and so our desire was to come and be with them and be present and be available And another part of it was we wanted to bring some resources. One of the things that this chapter also talks about, Paul is talking about bringing financial gifts to the other Christians in Jerusalem who are in need of financial help. And so he says, you know, this is how we are acting as the body of Christ, is when one part is suffering or has a need, the other part's meet that need and so we said we want to be there and we know that they're going to need funds to do relief work Um, we know that we can probably help make some relationships Um, one of the things that we did is we made some relationships with people in hungary Um, and so we were able to do that Uh, what what are some other things we did
1: yeah well and we definitely hit the ground running like after you know those hugs and things like that the next day uh you know i was i was leaving for ukraine not sure what was going on i had a lot of money on me and you know we were tasked with getting vans one of the biggest needs was just getting supplies into some of these cities and um and so you know just beginning there making a trip getting to the border you know we we got and we filled the van with supplies medical supplies we had blankets and all kinds of other things and uh baby baby food and 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 all these kind of things and one was a very interesting thing was you know this is how our journey began it was that we were told at up until this point so it's early on i mean it's early on in the the war at this point which was you know it's only been eight nine days long but uh, one of the things that everybody that's bringing supplies through the border they're getting confiscated by the ukrainian uh, military and being sent to the front lines, which is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, we wanted to get help, but you know, we we had specific things that we wanted to get. You know, so it was just very hard for people to get across the border. And so our first uh, our first encounter was with the Hungarian guard, and and uh, he just kind of engaged us and was like, "Well, I could go through these papers." And I can go through the next 20 minutes and make this all f- official and da, da, da Or I can just give you these papers with like a wink in his eye and this is your personal stuff and you can go. And we're like, we'll do that one. <laughs> yeah. We'll just do that. And then we get to the Ukrainian side and we're told they're going to go through all the stuff. They're going to unpack it and do everything and we go to the booth. And the first thing they ask us for is our COVID cards and because of course that's still important and our covid insurance and which we didn't get uh but we managed to get past that particular obstacle and then we go to the customs guy and we put down our paper which says we're working with eastern european mission and we're this is who we are and stuff like that And he just kind of puts that to the side and and john markey is one of our missionaries who supports with us speaking ukrainian and he's like speaking to the guy and he just okay go they don't open the van they don't touch anything nothing they just sent us on our way we crossed the board it was easy as that and so because I was stressed out at this point like we we're going to be going through all of these searches and you know we gonna lose all the stuff that were brought in and it was going to be a bad beginning to our journey but that was the beginning of a lot of a very fruitful couple of days we go and buy, get some vans and you know I'm paying $10,000 cash for a van and then I it's just get a receipt in ukrainian and you know and then we drive these vans off to lviv and then finally on to chernobyl and uh then we were able to hand actually we were able to hand one of these vans over to somebody who was up near kiev there's this guy yuri he i mean they're Mm going to probably write some kind of story and make some (laughs) about this guy he has been going into Kiev around the Eastern side and just getting people mm-hmm. just making trips every single day and uh, just pray for him this guy's name's Yura and uh, he's just he's amazing and he, he went up to Bucha
0: which is like the front line that's like yeah. heavy fighting and he was just getting people out getting mm-hmm. people out and at one point his van this is Volkswagen yeah. van gets shot up he doesn't get hit he's mm-hmm. fine he walks away Walks back, ends up getting home, which is not mm-hmm. even close. close. Like it's like an hour yeah. or more away. Ends up getting home. I mean by car. Mm-hmm. So he ends up getting home, gets another van,
1: goes right back in. And that was our van that you guys were able yeah. to to purchase through, you know, many of you have given through Whitefields Church. We're very, very grateful for it. And that guy is driving the van that we purchased for him and he's just going back and forth getting people out of the war zone as the as the russians have kind of closed in and things have got not you know got a little bit more dire but yeah you know so these kind of things are happening so many amazing stories um that we're hearing from we got to spend some time we were picked up from Lviv and then taken down back to the border two of us pastor phil and myself and we got to spend this like five hours with these two Ukrainian, this Ukrainian couple. They love the Lord and they. Uh, it just was amazing to hear their stories and their faith in the Lord. They have the ability to go to Denmark. He has a grandmother in Denmark. They don't want to. They want to stay here and help their their family. We gave them like $250 for for helping us, you know, gas and going through all the roadblocks and all that stuff, and and he sends us a picture the next day, he took all the money, he bought supplies, and he sent them all to Kiev. You know, and so it's just kind of these things that you're, you know, that they're happening. There's so many of these kind of stories that we've been involved in. And, uh, you know, you of course were here on the Hungarian side, you know, doing a lot of stuff with the, the Ukrainians coming over and just kind of placing people, right? Yeah, so I was uh, at the conference center, um,
0: but I was helping out our missionaries, just spending mm-hmm. time with them, but also many of them, like they drove, one guy drove 70 plus hours to come to Hungary. Um, it wasn't because it's that far it's because it was just stop and go traffic the whole way and uh waiting for hours and at the border roadblocks etc so their cars are just Mm -hmm. trashed right so i helped them take their cars i can speak hungarian got them to Mm -hmm. mechanics helped them get official papers i went and spoke at a church and really kind of tried to rally Mm -hmm. the hungarian people who are at this church and they're they're so open-hearted and good like they uh, have done such an amazing job with the network of churches here providing hundreds of homes for refugees um, churches are having Ukrainian translation perhaps even Ukrainian church services so it's really cool to see the body of Christ mm-hmm. coming together to serve in these times and um, yeah yeah it's been it's there's a lot going on mm-hmm. but I I'm just so glad that we
1: we're here during this time. Yeah, no, it's been a very emotional time, I think, for both of us, just being with those that, uh, you know, these are the missionaries that we love and care for. As a church, we support. You guys care for them. Love, you've met many of them. And and it's difficult to see such devastation, in not, not just kind of as a country, but just, you know, sp- you know emotionally in their lives, their, their families, and not knowing what the next steps are and these kind of things. So these are definitely things, I think, as a church we can continue to pray for because this is going to be a long time recovery for many of them and it's just something to to think about you know and as i told you just go find their names up on the on the wall there you know the ones that we support levi uh the brinkerhoffs and, and they, the medlongs uh ben morrison who's still in uh, uh right now he's He's turned his church into a reception center, right? And, you know, whenever the, the uh, bomb raid sirens go off, he goes down, they go down into the subway stations, and he's doing ministry down there and just kind of defying the Russians like only Ben can do. Yeah. And yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's made for this. He's made for yeah. this. So it's just been been really good. And, and Ben Morrison, yeah, the Marquis, John Marquis. Uh, you can pray for Aaron Marquis, his, his brother as well, and George. And did I forget somebody? Um, we talk about Aaron, we talk about Nate Medlong, uh, Levi Brinkerhoff. Levi Brinkerhoff, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, they're just, uh, you know, really, they really need our prayers right now and our thoughts just to think about, you know, all the things that they've gone through, the next steps. They don't have a home. That's yeah. been their home. And and not knowing when will this end? Yeah. Will we go back home? Um
0: You know, I was with some of them, I was driving them and taking care of them. And many of their Ukrainian family members had come Mm -hmm. too. And so we were driving and at one point an airplane, just like a a Mm -hmm. passenger airplane flew overhead and people were panicking Mm -hmm. and because they've just come out of this place where airplanes flying Mm -hmm. over is bad. And, um, just think this is trauma. Like they're going to, this is, they've been shocked. They're going to need to recover. You think about the kids who've left behind friends, toys. And these people who've gotten to safety, they are consumed constantly Mm -hmm. with thinking about what about those who are still Still in Ukraine. Um, We've heard of our friends just basically spending all of their money, giving money um, to friends, you know, through apps and stuff Mm -hmm. to help them who are still in Ukraine. Um, I was then driving, again, we heard an ambulance drive by, and again, same thing, panic, heart rate Mm -hmm. goes up because it reminds them of the sirens that they were hearing, the air raid sirens. So there's, we really need to be praying for them. They've been through a lot, but also when this crisis ends, if the war were to end tomorrow, which it's likely that it's Mm -hmm. not going to end right away, I don't know how long, I hope it ends right away, but even if it were to end right away, there's gonna be a huge need to rebuild, to show the love of
1: Jesus in practical ways in Ukraine for a very long time. Yeah, and so I think, you know, as we're going forward as a church, you know, I think this verse is still great for us to bring refreshment and and be able to, you know, and by, you know, as you talked about, just bringing gifts, you know, so, you know, we're gonna we're gonna ask you know if there you know Lord puts you on your heart for to give continue to give towards this cause this money is going to support these missionaries those the rebuilding now it's going to support efforts to extract uh, people from uh, Ukraine it's also going you know providing like we we there's no baby formula right now in Chernobyl uh, and when we were there when we went back to Lviv we went to a store and we took all the baby formula off the shelves, and we told the lady, this is why we're doing it, and she was helping us pack our, 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 our you know, cart with as much as we could stuff in there for, for, you know, newborn babies. There was nothing in the city. All the stores are closed. That's a city that is twice the size of Longmont. Longmont. And no baby formula in the city. No baby formula, not at all. And they have a lot of newborn babies there, and uh, you know. And so we packed our man, and and that baby formula, you know, we bought all of that on the church card, <laughs> and uh, we sent it, sent it back to Chernobyl for. Mm-hmm. But those kids, so this, those kind of needs that they really needed, we heard they needed power packs Mm -hmm. for for, for the soldiers need power packs for their phones and for people that are, are, you know, the power goes out and they're trying to coordinate stuff. And so we went to like a, you know, a Home Depot here and we bought like 40 power packs Mm -hmm. and took them with us into, and all of that would have been confiscated at the border if it wasn't for the miracle of the Lord. And we'd be able to put that in the hands of people, uh, you know who who are out there? You know in these cities doing this. You know so we we made a great connection with this. Uh, it's called Eastern Europe Mission. It's a Hungarian
0: um, nonprofit. Mm-hmm. They we went in their warehouse, just baby food mm-hmm. and insulin, like and all kinds yeah. of stuff, like the stuff that they immediately need uh, in Ukraine. So the you know what what these vans and all these things they're being used by people inside the country to transport. Insulin, baby food, cancer medication, that was one. Yeah. Uh, and also then to bring people out, pregnant women, orphans, children. Mm-hmm. I mean, people who really need to get out and they don't have cars. They, they need to get out. Mm-hmm. So um, your money is, is really being put to good use. I talked to someone on Sunday before we left for Hungary, and he just handed me some money and he said, help a child. Mm-hmm. And so I can say, like, I mean, that is being done.
1: We've and, helped many children.
0: And there is... Yeah. I guess I'm saying that there's more to be done and, yeah. and we're not gonna be the ones to do it. Mm-hmm. So be praying for the people who are on the ground
1: doing this. These are real heroes and um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, so definitely go ahead and make sure you listen to that sermon, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 16. And as you, as you think through that, just think of just the practical application of it that can be for today in your life and a way for you to be involved in gospel ministry and bringing refreshment to those here in a war zone here in, in hungary and in ukraine poland romania slovakia moldova where they're coming across in droves and uh we're just a joy for us as a church to be a part of it we're just so overjoyed that you as a church have stepped up in this moment of need so check that out whitefields church. Uh, and Pastor Nick and I are coming back uh, real soon as we just kind of wrap up things on this and we look forward to seeing you, alright? God bless.